0: There is nothing more powerful than learning from someone else's story. Welcome to episode 19 of the Intentional TESOL. I'm your host, Katie Levin, and I'm here to reach out to all teachers of OLS, whether specialists, classroom teachers, special area teachers, or those with a TESOL degree, to empower you to live an easier, more purposeful life so, you can grow and develop young minds without the overwhelm. Today's episode focuses on stories and experiences. So, here's my story from attending Nice TESOL's annual conference this weekend. Let me tell you, there's a couple curveballs along the way. <laughs> but I learned to stretch myself, I learned to expand outside my comfort zone, I learned to not judge a book by its cover. I was reminded how important it is to get to know your students, their parents, your colleagues and others that do the same work as you, so that way we can all help each other. When was the last time you did something outside of your comfort zone? So many times we get stuck in a routine of doing the same thing and the same thing and the same thing. And that routine is comfortable. But in order to grow and expand, sometimes we have to stretch ourselves, do something that makes us uncomfortable, have those experiences. I did that this past weekend or this current weekend as I'm recording this. I drove the, I think it's supposed to be five hours to Albany um, to participate in the NICE TESOL conference. But honestly, just even asking to go to this was a huge leap for me. Choosing to go somewhere on my own without my family, without any colleagues, it was intimidating and I was excited because at least I knew there was going to be one person there, um, a person from our local Auburn that I value and trust and so I did it. I put in the application, work worked with me to get all the stuff approved, um, and had to go through multiple steps. And, you know, that's okay. Like, all worked out. And I have to say, I'm so incredibly grateful to the Orleans Niagara Bosies for allowing me this opportunity to um, network. This opportunity to um, make some great connections for for resources, for materials, um, and to stretch myself in ways I never thought possible. I was just even looking at the agenda. I was very intimidated by the title of doctor on so many people's um, names and is this even going to be relatable? Is this going to be almost too academic for me to even comprehend? But it wasn't. The um, events were so um, down to earth and everyone was there really truly. Um, Layla Kubash, um, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong and I'm sorry for that. I'm not trying to, um, is an ENL teacher in Ohio and she came out and gave this speech and her challenge was to find three people over those two days that you could help. Not that could help you, but that you could help. And, um, So it was nice um, because it ended up that um, my colleague got sick and was not able, or my friend was sick and not able to come to, to Nice Um It ended up that I forgot to put my luggage in the car for work and had no clothes to wear for the weekend. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, thank goodness for stores (laughs) and, you know, everybody was just so welcoming and thrilling and I like, it was funny, the whole drive up, I, I kept having to tell myself, okay, relax, this is going to be okay, relax. You know, I, I know it's a stretch outside of my comfort zone and, you know, I'm the first, the first, like build I was supposed to leave it I was supposed to like get everything together at a certain time but I was like I'm not feeling good like my um, my nerves were just like through the roof so I actually I just stopped I had a bowl of soup because that's what I had with me Um, and I just took my time and anyone who knows me knows I go to bed at like Eight o'clock at night I didn't actually go to bed till like 11 o'clock at night and you know what I survived (laughs) I survived with no clothes I survived with little sleep and and I survived with nobody I knew and it just made me think how much this is like the lives of our students that they're they're thrown into these new situations and hopefully they have family with them to support them. But when they go to school, they're not surrounded by that family. They have they're they're on their own. And it's kind of scary and it's nerve-wracking and overwhelming and extremely intimidating and <laughs> so many things. So it was it was it was an incredible experience. Um, you know, it was, I truly did not know what to expect um, with the presentations. There, there were some that were uh, graduate students uh, doing research. There were uh, so many that were classroom teachers. Um, there was so much information in such a short amount of time. And I, I know that I am going to be slowly unpacking this over over many weeks, over probably many months, but I'm super excited um, that we had s- such incredible speakers to inspire us, um, so many resources to support us in our, our teaching journey. So I'm gonna touch base on a couple of those. One huge theme across the days of this conference was the idea of learning our students' stories. Um, And we had Regent Ferrer from the Bronx actually came in and told us about her story, her experience. Um, We had Dr. Denise Furlong come in and tell us about her experience and inspire us to, you know, Reframe some of our thinking around uh, teaching English language learners. Um, There was how we can uh, a presentation from two amandas um, that were graduate students on centering um, work on student voices. Uh, there was a presentation I attended um, with Simone Gordon on um, using the places in your community as inspiration for instruction across all curriculum areas and it's, it's, it's using the resources that these students have that they bring with them um, and that are, are near them and and making the most of those experiences and that also relates to my presentation which was on um, integrated guided reading success and when i say integrated it's a co- co-teaching situation with um, a fourth grade uh, a classroom teacher and uh, enl teacher collaborating together um, to make the most of guided reading time and i'm excited my uh, my case study is going to be presented on NICE TESOL's website. Um, I was asked to present in, uh, tw- twice next year, give an actual demo on um, how, how this work was done. And I'm, I'm really excited because I, I think literacy is such an important foundation um, to, to, to seeing any person succeed in this world and um learning about like long-term owls um allison provincia and she had two other incredible uh ladies from Arburn presenting with her um looking beyond that label was just just, just mind-blowing um, some of the, the strategies, like, um, did you know uh, a child's more likely to be labeled a long-term L if they switch programs between bilingual, um, dual language, and um, ENL? I had no idea. Did you know they're more likely to be long-term L's if they are not literate in their home language? I had no idea. I wasn't surprised that students with disabilities, um, some of them would be uh, considered long-term L's, and I even loved that they had a suggestion for how to improve that situation. So, um, uh, you know, it was it was great that the the policy were there, and we even even got to learn about um these new linguistic demands that are coming out by december 15th um there's a a, you know a soft release (laughs) coming um and all our our urban people were trained and honestly i'm excited they're taking um what were 800 pages of documents across the k-12 continuum for our um new language arts progressions and they're they're making it way more manageable and may more way more user friendly and I, I'm really, really hopeful that um, it won't be so overwhelming that people will know these are, you know, as classroom teachers are um, Focused on certain standards. These are the linguistic demands that the um, ENL provider is focused on and um, you know, really having that language objective with that that content objective. Um, And it's funny because the presenter, Dr. Vargas, um, on the effective use of scaffolds, incredible presentation as well. And I, I hope to have some of these people on my podcast in the future. Um, so that way I can, I can help all of you, um, learn some new ideas slowly because I know this, um, episode has a lot of information in it, but, um, it it was funny because sitting down, (laughs) so I just went over to Regent Ferrer because she just blew me away with her speech um, and her background and her experience. And then, um, as I was sitting there talking with her, um, and I guess that's the big thing is don't be intimidated by these people. Like, go up to them and tell them how much you appreciate them because who doesn't, who doesn't love being appreciated? I I don't think there's a single person that doesn't love being appreciated, um, and, and thanked for, for what they've done. But, I, while I was sitting there um, you know discussing d- d- so many things um, two other members of the executive board sat down as well and gave me resources um, from the New York City materials um, that they have access to that you know I was not aware of and we had um, Elisa Alvarez who is the um, I'm going to give her the wrong title, she is the, I'm going to call her the Director of the Office of uh, World and Bilingual um, Education. Um, and she, like, her, her speech talking about growing up in uh, Washington Heights, in New York City and her experiences um, all the way up to, you know, superintendent and then her, her work in Albany was just, just absolutely mind blowing and um, I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful for this opportunity um you know to kind of like turnkey what I learned and and share out with others and and see the direction the state is heading see how important that culturally and um uh, responsive and sustaining um education is to see like to have the conversation about the benefits of learning a home language and to have to have this region like recommend TV shows on Netflix to learn Korean. Like, okay, she's real. She 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 also, you know, she also she already speaks English and Spanish and just for fun she wants to learn Korean and the as she's listening to the Korean dramas um she um she is learn like making connections to words she knows in spanish she's making connections to words she knows in english and it's helping her to bridge the gap and how crazy that que se yo in in uh spanish uh like saying like it, like it's kind of like a tag like what do i know you know really is actually the Kesejo is also um korean <laughs> And means the exact same thing. Like, what do I know? You know, I'm, we're all in this world to help each other out. We're all in this world to make this world a better place. And how we build bridges is by getting to know each other, getting to know each other's strengths, not just judging based on the title of doctor, not just judging based on um, how much they can do for you. But, but being this attitude of service, and this attitude of um, joy, it was just so joyful and so uplifting to be together in such a group of like minded people um, that really, you know, we we know, we know where the problems are. And we want to be part of the solution. I think Dr. Amina Vega-Ferrer, excuse me, Aramina Amina Vega-Ferrer said it best when she said, we are advocates of peace. We are here to um, see everything as an opportunity and to to make changes from the ground up and you know, That this work is very very hard sometimes and but but taking that time getting to know these children getting to know their parents um, it's a blessing to us and it allows us to to bless others with our work and make a difference in so many lives and hopefully make this world Well, really, we will make this world a better place than it was before.